Hi, I'm Jacqueline. And I'm Courtney, and this is Caffeinated Crimes. Happy Thanksgiving week. Um, as you are listening to it, as we are recording, we are a few days into Daylight Savings Week, which is always rough because it just it takes some time to adjust, and then it's dark outside super early, but, you know, it's not not quite to the holidays yet, but when you hear this, it will be at the holidays. Um, excuse me. It is the holiday season, <laughs> and you know what? If you don't think Christmas comes yet. I respect that. So, uh, but I will say, if you don't pay the rent on my apartment, I don't want to hear comments about my Christmas decorations. This Courtney week. has a very um, judgy face for saying that it's fine if you are not okay with this, but Courtney is clearly not okay with you not being okay with it. Okay. My thing is, I completely understand if people want to wait until after Thanksgiving. Like, I get it. Like, you don't want the whole two months. But why you have to be so yeah. mean? Like, why you have to be so mean if I'm putting up, like, some decorations? Like, why why are you so gung-ho about Thanksgiving, which is kind of a dicey holiday if you think about what we True. celebrate? I don't know. True. But my, I don't force anyone to listen to Christmas music. I listen by myself. And, you know, people are always judgy and mean towards me. I'm sick of it. <laughs> Courtney is starting out this episode on her soapbox. She's letting y'all know how it is. <laughs> it was starting to feel like the holidays for me, but then today was like 70 degrees. So it's like, it's so hard to get in the holiday spirit when it's like beautiful weather. But I love beautiful weather, so I'm not complaining. But it doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> feel like the holiday season until it's like chilly. And, you know, although I do have like 18 different like eggnog products in my fridge right now because Andrew went to the grocery store. Andrew knows it's, <laughs> and it's the, the holiday, holiday season. season. He knows. Yeah. Yeah. So he brought <laughs> back um, multiple kinds of eggnog and eggnog ice cream. And speaking of eggnog, so the Starbucks holiday drinks came out this past week. Um, and people in the Facebook comments are really upset about there not being an eggnog latte this year. Like, like, I would say 85% of the comments are talking about boycotting Starbucks because there's not going to be an eggnog latte this year. Like, these people are pissed. Has there been in the past? Or are people just... Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, they used to have one, and then I think they discontinued it one year, and then they brought it back the next year because people complained, and then this year they didn't have it again. Yeah. Which I also know, like, there's shortages of, like, tons of stuff everywhere, so it could be that they couldn't get them in people are also pissed that some of the starbucks don't have the holiday cups yet and i thought we were past being upset (laughs) over starbucks holiday cups but apparently we're not we're still still living it apparently okay yeah people people get upset about things a lot (laughs) yeah i don't i don't know but yeah so now that we got y'all feeling all festive uh (laughs) It's the holiday season, and this episode is just Courtney singing Christmas carols the whole time. Just kidding. <laughs> but everyone's like, whoop, I'm just going to skip this one, and I'll see y'all next week. But yeah, once this episode comes out, though, people will start getting ready for Christmas time, which I'm like, let's go, because I don't know. I love Christmas, and Christmas decorations make me happy. So yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was um, considering putting up my Christmas decorations sooner rather than later this year so yeah you should do it i support it (laughs) um we don't get a tree until after thanksgiving because we get like a live tree each year so Mm -hmm. i can't get that right now or that bitch would be dead by thanksgiving (laughs) i'd have to get two um so i do wait on the tree 
But other decorations are slowly starting to come out. Yeah, definitely. And we've always done an artificial tree, um, but I kind of want to do a real tree on my front porch. Is that tacky? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Y'all let me know. (laughs) But I wouldn't think so. I mean, you could get like a little one, like a little short one. Yeah, just like a small one with like maybe like a single thing of lights or, you know, some like very simple like decoration. Mm -hmm. But I want to go to like a Christmas tree farm and do like the whole thing. But I don't want it like inside my house because... I don't know, like my allergies and the smell and all my animals. And it just seems like it would not end well for us. Yeah, <laughs> our biggest issue with the tree is the cats drinking the water. Mm. That's that's really it. Yeah. Um, so it, I don't really care. Like, whatever. <laughs> Drink the water. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Get hydrated. Yeah, You're fine. Be hydrated. Um, I did buy a Grinch inflatable for my front porch. Oh. So I'm very excited to put that up. I like it. <laughs> um. But yeah, as far as non-holiday things go, we don't have a lot of updates because we recorded like back to back, but we did want to Mm -hmm. like readdress something we talked about in the first one. That's the whole like Travis Scott concert thing. Um, I don't really think we did, but I don't want it to come off like I was defending Travis Scott in any way. Like Mm -hmm. clearly like there, I've now seen like a bunch of videos of artists stopping shows to help people. It can be done. Like it's Mm -hmm. very easy to be done. And, like, videos of him at, like, different concerts of his, like, kind of telling fans to, like, go after other fans and stuff. So that's not a good look, but I'm not defending him. I don't want anyone to, like, come at us and say that, like, we're defending him. Not that... uh, We honestly recorded that, what, like, a day after it happened? (laughs) So Yeah. um, There wasn't a whole lot out yet, and, like, just a few videos had surfaced. And, you know, and like we said, we really had no idea and we were just speculating and now it seems like there's a little more information that maybe not so great. And I still stand by like the venue handled it poorly and people working yeah. there because I did see a video of like a girl talking to someone doing the lights being like somebody's dead like there is a dead person and she's like yelling at him like stop the show like something's mm-hmm. happening and he's like get off the thing get off the thing. Oh my god. Wow. So yeah like it just seems like mishandled all around. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure you guys didn't think I was like defending him. I'm not doing that. <laughs> he should have stopped the show. I mean, fans were chanting stop the show. Like, he probably should have. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I don't know if he could have heard that part specifically, but there was probably enough going on at some point that you noticed, hey, something's happening. So, yeah. Yeah. So, as we mentioned, you guys are, as you well know, listening to this during the week of Thanksgiving. Um, So we did want to give you a case that happened on Thanksgiving Day. So our sources for this week are a couple of Associated Press articles, a CBS News article, a CBS local article uh, in Minnesota, CBS local Minnesota article. You get the gist. Um, Minnesota.cbslocal.com. Let me just read this entire... <laughs> what if we did that for each one? <laughs> backslash 2021 backslash. <laughs> um, a CARE article, Star Tribune, and the trial documents. On Thanksgiving Day in 2012, Byron Smith shot two teenagers who had broken into his home. Byron claimed self-defense, but a jury disagreed. So what exactly happened? 
So Byron David Smith was in his home on November 22nd, 2012. Um, this was Thanksgiving Day in the United States. So Byron lived alone. He'd never been married. Um, he was retired from the U.S. State Department, and his brother described him as a retired security officer. And he was in the basement when he heard a window breaking upstairs and footsteps following. So he had been fearful after a series of break-ins had happened in his remote home. So he lived about 10 miles south of Little Falls, which is a central Minnesota town with about 8,000 people. So he lives even outside of this small town. So a very remote area. Yeah. So while Byron said that there were several break-ins, the sheriff's office only had one reported break-in that was on October 27th. Um, but Byron did report losing thousands of dollars in cash, gold coins, two guns, photo equipment, and jewelry. Um, and the police were unable to determine who was responsible for the break-in or break-ins. So on Thanksgiving Day, Byron heard the footsteps approaching the basement stairs. So he said that he fired shots when 17-year-old Nicholas Brady came into view from the waist down. Um, so there is one article that has Nick's last name as Sheffel, Sheffel, but most of them use Brady, so we're going to use that one. I don't know what his last name situation is. Yeah, because I did see he had a cousin with that last name. But yeah, it was like one article used that last name like exclusively, but every other article had Brady. So it's like, yeah, well, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So it could be a, a misprint or it could be like, I know a couple of people that were legally adopted in high school that like their last names changed mm -hmm. at that point and they kind of used both and, you know, I don't know. So Byron said that he was scared that Nicholas would have a gun. So Nicholas fell down the stairs and Byron then shot him in the face. And he later told an investigator that he wanted him dead. And Byron then drug his body into the basement workshop and sat down on his chair. So after a few minutes while Byron is sitting here with Nicholas's body, um, his cousin, 18-year-old Haley Kiefer, came down the stairs and he shot her in the hip as well. Um, he then shot her several times as she was coming down the steps, and eventually his Mini-14 rifle jammed as he tried to shoot her again, and she fell down the stairs. So according to Byron, once she fell and she was in pain, she let out like a short laugh. Um, so then Byron pulled out a 22 caliber revolver and shot her several times in the chest. And he would later tell an investigator, if you're trying to shoot someone and they laugh at you, you go again. So we can see where all this is heading, right? Yeah. So Byron then drug Haley's body up next to Nicholas's body, and she was still gasping for air when Byron fired a shot under her chin and up into her cranium, and he described it as a good, clean finishing spot. So. Yeah. Again, so these murders happened on a Thursday, because Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday here. Um, however, Byron did not contact the police until the next day, because he didn't want to trouble them on a holiday. So he's just going to keep these two dead teenagers in his house, so he doesn't bother the police on Thanksgiving. When you were so scared that you shot them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. little. A little suspicious. Hmm. So Byron also asked his neighbor if he knew a good lawyer, and he told investigators that he was worried they had a weapon, but he did admit to firing more shots than necessary, and he took pride in his final shot on Haley, as we mentioned. 
So Minnesota does have a law that allows a homeowner to use deadly force on an intruder if a reasonable person would fear they're in danger of harm. So Byron did say that he was scared that they had a gun, but the police didn't believe that he could use this defense with the extent that he went to with the teenagers. Like, this is a bit much for you to just say, I was acting in self-defense. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the police were like, mm, you're Justin. You're, <laughs> you're Justin. Changing your name. <laughs> your Justins are not actionified. No, sir. <laughs> so, his actions were not justified. So, the Morrison County Sheriff Michael Wetzel said, the law doesn't permit you to execute someone once a threat is gone. Um, So once he shot the teenagers, he could clearly see that they were unarmed and they were clearly injured, so he's not in danger of them. Like, they have no weapon and they're bleeding out on your floor. Mm -hmm. They cannot continue to pose a threat to you, therefore you cannot continue to keep shooting them. Um, So I'm sure a lot of people would agree that the first shot was justified. I don't know, because you still didn't see a weapon in their teenagers. But okay, it's someone breaking into your home. A lot of people would agree that that first shot is justified. But the subsequent shots are definitely not. Um, And police were also really surprised at the cold way that Byron described the attack. Like, he seemed to just be upfront about what happened and wasn't, you know, trying to hide any of his side of the story. So, Morrison County Attorney Brian Middendorf said Mr. Smith intentionally killed two teenagers in his home in a manner that goes well beyond self-defense. So, he was originally charged with two counts of second-degree murder, and his bail was set at $2 million. And a grand jury later indicted him on two counts of first-degree premeditated murder. So, response from the community varied. Um, John Lange, who described himself as Byron's best friend, said that his actions were completely justified. He said, you have a right to defend your home, he's been through hell, and others in the community believe that he was not justified. And one local resident was quoted saying how he could have simply just yelled at them to go away, and they probably would have. Again, they were unarmed teenagers. They're breaking into someone's house on Thanksgiving, they're probably not expecting anyone to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what was this really necessary even just the first shot the the other ones absolutely not you know or even just like a warning shot or like yeah you know making your presence known or i don't know calling the police and or calling 911 and being like someone's in my house you know like Mm -hmm. very not very justified here (laughs) no no so byron had installed a security system after his reported break-in from october 27th and he had video surveillance of nicholas and Haley breaking into his house and he also had audio surveillance and there was also audio recording of the killings so he had audio in the house as well um and the audio had the four shots and then 10 minutes later Haley saying nick before more shots were fired So prosecutors have said you can also hear Byron saying you're dying to Haley. It also recorded him calling her a bitch. And the assistant attorney, Todd Kozovich, said that the killings were an ambush and that Byron even removed light bulbs from sockets and sat by a tall bookcase so the teens couldn't see him when they came down. So, yeah, yeah, like once he knew these people were in here, he was like, it's my time to shine. I'm going to kill them. Like, yeah, like Courtney said, he didn't fire a warning shot or even yell like i'm here go away or anything he was like oh 
I'm I'm going to I want to harm them. Like I want I'm gonna like, teach I'm not... them a lesson. Like you don't yeah. mess with me, you know. Exactly. So Haley and Nick were cousins and they were well known in the community and they were both involved in sports. Um, Haley also worked several part-time jobs. Um, however, this image changed once this happened. So authorities have said a car linked to Nick and Haley contained prescription drugs that had been stolen from another house the day before they were killed. And court documents also showed that Nick had burglarized Brian's house at least twice in the months before he was shot. Um, Really unsure how accurate this is since they said there's only one recorded break-in at Byron's house and they mm-hmm. could not determine who had done it. But I think we see this a lot in cases like this, how the media will just like try to demonize the victim. Um, mm-hmm. Especially in these, I think, where people are divided, you know? Like some people are kind yeah. of defending him and some aren't and they're going to be like, you're going to have certain media sources being like well you know they did break in and it's like okay but they didn't like deserve to die because they were breaking Mm -hmm. in like which i guess is also a point of contention depending on who you talk to so (laughs) (laughs) but again you know that you can't argue that the overkill was acceptable like you can argue whether or not the first shot was justified there's no way you can argue whether the repeated shots were justified in this situation like you're you know uh, the person that you fear is subdued. They are not going to harm you. They aren't even armed that you can now see now that you have subdued them. There's no excuse for the subsequent shots. Yeah. So the trial soon began and more audio was revealed. So in the five hours after the killings, audio recordings were picked up. Um, these are just a few of them. Again, this is five hours of him just babbling to himself. Um, so just kind of picked out some of the highlights. In <laughs> yeah. his house. In his house, just two dead bodies, and he's babbling to himself. Um, So the recordings picked picked up him saying, I left my house at 1130. They were both dead by one. Of course I'm safe now. Cute. I'm sure she thought she was a pro. You're dead. I'm not a bleeding heart liberal. I feel like I was cleaning up a mess. Not like spilled food. Not like vomit. Not Not even like diarrhea. The worst possible mess, and I am stuck with it. And again, more odd ramblings that kind of just didn't make sense. Those kind of seemed the most of like, looks like you kind of knew what you did and what you were doing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But you can find those online. Yeah, yeah. And if I can insert a uh, side story. So Courtney and I typically like alternate research for episodes. So Courtney primarily researched this episode. So I was scrolling through our document to find something and I just see not even like diarrhea. And I'm like, well, I got to find out what the hell's happening in this story now. <laughs> Cause that just like popped out at me and I was like, what, what are we talking about? What is this case about? I'm so confused. <laughs> like, wait a minute. What does diarrhea have to do with this break-in? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a bunch of nonsense. Yeah. A bunch of nonsense. Um, And again, he did not immediately call the police after the murders. Like, he left them there. Um, And he called his neighbor the next day and asked if she knew a good lawyer and then asked her to call the police. And he even said he'd solve the break-ins. So in trial, Byron's main defense was that he used reasonable force in defense of himself and his dwelling. So the jury heard testimony from many experts, including the medical examiner. And so the medical examiner detailed the extensive wounds on both teenagers. Nick's toxicology came back and there were no signs of drugs or alcohol in his system. He had been shot three times and any one of the three would have been fatal after a certain amount of time. So even if he was shot once and Byron had just left him like he did, he 
probably would have died from that injury. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the shot to his brain was the one that killed him first, which was the final shot. Mm-hmm. And Haley's toxicology report came back negative for alcohol, but she did test positive for dextromethorapan. I'm sorry if I butchered that. <laughs> um, and marijuana metabolite, which is an inactive component, but like not THC. Um, and dextromethorapan is an antisuppressant <laughs> found in over-the-counter cough syrup. Um, so it's not really like she had something like major in her system. You know, like yeah. the media was like, oh, they were stealing all these drugs and blah, blah, blah. And it's like they were basically sober at this point. Yeah. And she had been shot six times with two different kinds of ammo. So the jury did find him guilty of two counts of second-degree murder and two counts of first-degree murder. So the district court convicted Byron of two counts of first-degree premeditated murder and sentenced him to two concurrent life sentences without the possibility of release. So Byron did appeal this because he's like, I was just defending my home. What are you talking about? (laughs) So Byron was claiming errors in the court prevented him from a fair trial, and he even accused the prosecutor of misconduct in his closing arguments. But in September of 2015, the Minnesota Supreme Court affirmed Smith's conviction, and they stated that none of what he preve- like presented proved he got an unfair trial. They're like, you're grasping at straws. Like, you, you got mm-hmm. a fair trial. Like, you, yeah. they, I mean... They were presented with the facts. Just because the facts go against you doesn't mean you had an unfair <laughs> just trial. Cause you <laughs> just because you disagree. Just because you disagree with the facts does not make them any less of facts. And I know a lot of people that need to hear and understand that statement. <laughs> but. So in November of 2018, Byron's attorneys filed a federal appeal to set his con- aside his conviction, which could possibly grant him a new trial. However, the court did deny this, and his conviction was again confirmed. So Byron and his attorneys threw a Hail Mary and petitioned to the U.S. Supreme Court. That was his final chance of appeal, and it was denied in March 2021. So again, in Minnesota, there is a law that justifies shootings in cases of self-defense, but it really is apparent that Byron took this too far. You know, he waited for Mm -hmm. these teenagers to come downstairs. He shot them more than once and after the threat was removed. And he neglected to contact law enforcement till the next day. Like, if you were genuinely scared, you would be on the phone with police before you even shoot them. Like, mm-hmm. um, but even to this day, Byron still has many supporters that believe um, he was just simply defending his home and that he did nothing wrong. And yeah. Again, you can argue the first shot if you want. Like, that's a something that people could be on either sides of that both sides have valid points you can't argue that like the number of times that he shot them was justified and the I'm thing sorry, is you just too the first shot for both of them would not have killed them if he'd called the police immediately too like he could yeah. have he was shooting them like when they're walking downstairs so this was like the hip so if they you know if he'd called the police someone broke into my home i was scared i shot them and you know now they're injured can you please send an mm-hmm. ambulance can you send the police like whatever yeah. I would be like, okay, I don't agree, but I understand. Like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, you're home alone. You might be a little paranoid. Like, whatever. But the fact that you're shooting Nick all these times and then dragging him and waiting for Haley to come down the stairs, mm-hmm. shooting her, being like, oh, she laughed at me, which would probably be me because anytime I'm in pain <laughs> or, like, I'm about to cry, I just start laughing because I'm like, this is my coping mm-hmm. mechanism. You know, like... <laughs> And then he, like, kills, like, shoots her again. And it's like, Mm -hmm. 
I don't really think you took this way past self-defense. Way past. And it's like, you could have even called 911 when you were, like, waiting for Nick to come down the stairs because mm-hmm. he acknowledged that, like, oh, I heard him, and so I sat, th- I turned off the light, and I sat there, and I waited for him to come down. You could have called 911 and said, someone's in my home, and if you truly believed that your actions were legal and justified, you could have shot them on the phone with 911. I mean, yeah, this has happened before. Like, people have committed, quote, crimes, or, you know, while they're on the phone with the police saying, like, I'm defending myself, this is what's happening. Why would you not have contacted police as soon as you knew someone was in your home? Yeah. Or immediately after. Definitely not the next day. <laughs> yeah, and, like, that's the thing, too. Like, if that had been the case, if he'd called 911 and then shot them on the phone or shot them once and then immediately called 911, mm-hmm. this probably wouldn't have even made any news because yeah. Nick and Haley would probably both still be alive and this wouldn't really be a thing. But you took it too far. And, I mean, this is personally, and I completely understand, like, people have different, like, viewpoints. But to me, like, when people are like, well, if someone breaks in my house, they're just getting shot. Like, I don't think I have any personal belongings that are worth someone dying. Like, mm-hmm. New TVs, like, 500 bucks, that sucks, <laughs> but you can't replace that life. And I understand if it's, like, you're scared for your life or your family's life, but mm-hmm. people who are like, oh, you're on my property, I shoot you, like, I don't get that personally. <laughs> yeah, like, it's one thing if you know that they have a weapon, if you've seen the weapon, if, you know, whatever. And in most cases, burglaries are not, they don't want to harm anyone. Like, mm-hmm. they usually happen when they think that people aren't home because they just want to steal your stuff. I mean, it's, yeah. you know. And these were, yeah. and I don't want to, like, excuse what they were doing. Like, do not no, break into people's not. houses. Um, but they are 17 and 18. They are very, very young. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't really think they understood fully, like, the extent of what they were doing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they were just like, oh, like, nobody lives here it's fine like come on um which it just sucks they are both so young Mm -hmm. it's like man that's the thing like your like prefrontal cortex that determines judgment in your brain is not developed until like 25 to 27 years old so this is like 10 years after these people are committing these crimes so again not to you know excuse them because like, do they know better? Yes. Do they truly understand what the consequences could be? Not really. I mean, and, and this yeah. goes back to, um, Courtney, if you remember the fires in Gatlinburg in 2016-ish, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 17, somewhere around there, um, basically it was a couple of teenagers that were playing with matches in, like, a severe drought and, like, destroyed this entire city and, like, homes yeah. and... Um, I think a few people died. People died, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, like, it was horrific, and, you know, people were calling for them to be, you know, a, um, tried for murder and this and that, and, like, all the... And it's, like, yes, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, like, like, do they know better? Should you play with fire? No. But did they truly understand what could happen when they played with fire? Probably not. I mean, that's... Mm-hmm. You just have to look at it like that. You know, again, not to excuse behavior because people have to be held accountable for their actions too, but sometimes we just have to remember that they are still children and children are dumb. And, <laughs> but like, but really not fully developed. Yeah, like they should not have broken into his house and they should not have like put themselves in that position. But like, I also don't believe like they deserve to die. Um, yeah. Or any of that. Like it could have been handled way differently Mm -hmm. um 
But that is the story of the murder of Nicholas Brady and Haley Kiefer. Yes. So, Courtney, what is your perk of the week? Aside from this week being Thanksgiving, as y'all are listening to it, but not quite yet for <laughs> us. Almost. <laughs> Almost there. Um, my perk of the week is Dexter is back. Oh. So... I've been very excited because I'm not going to spoil the ending of Dexter, which if you haven't seen it by now, like, you can't get mad if people spoil (laughs) it at this point. Um, But the ending was very underwhelming. Very, very underwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, So when they said they were bringing it back, I was very excited because they had a lot of stuff to, like, make up for with that last season. Um, So the first episode was released this last Sunday from when we're recording. Um, There'll be a few more episodes by the time you hear this, but Kevin and I watched it, and I'm, like, very excited to see where they go with this. And I hope it's it's good. The first episode was pretty good, and I just, I love Michael C. Hall in general. (laughs) I think he's a great actor. But, yeah, so it's Dexter, New Blood, and it's back. Hopefully it's good. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I think we've talked about before that for some reason I just cannot get into Dexter, and I don't... I don't know why. It seems right up my alley. It seems like the kind of thing I it's would love. It's very much like you also. Yeah. Like with the internal monologue, like the whole thing. like So much. I don't... And I've watched the first, like, four or five episodes, like, four or five times. Like, years apart. And the and first I just, season is, like, so good. <laughs> yeah. The I first, Andrew, like, four are pretty good. Um, the others are okay. Yeah. Andrew actually brought this up recently where he's like I just don't understand why you don't like this and I'm like I don't either I don't know I couldn't tell you (laughs) I don't know it's so I just get so bored with it and I don't know why if y'all feel the same way let me know it's probably just me I'm probably the only person in the world but (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean I think it's one of those like you definitely kind of have to like build on it it's not one of those that like hooks you in from like the first second Mm-hmm. I mean, a little bit, because you're like, this guy worked for the police department, and he's a serial killer, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm very excited, and, like, I'm just really hoping this one's gonna be good. I mean, they've yeah. had a long time to, like, sit on it, and I'm just pretty excited for it to be back, so yeah. that is my perk of the week. Jacqueline, what is your perk of the week? So, first of all, I love how we, like, unintentionally do these, like, themed perks of the week where, like, we both do a book or a podcast or a TV show uh-huh. or whatever. Um, but my perk of the week is that Andrew and I finished season three of You this week. Um, Andrew had mixed feelings about it. I thought it was really good. I think I probably liked this season better than season two. I would say for mm-hmm. me it was probably, like, season one, season three, then season two. But, um... I don't know. I thought I'd have it was... to rewatch it. It's been a while, so I'd yeah. have to like rewatch it. <laughs> yeah, I get that. But I thought it was a really good season. It definitely drew me in, and I thought the ending was really good. And apparently, there's a third book that Courtney and I didn't know until recently. So definitely gonna have to check that out as well because I usually prefer to read the book first. But I think I did go backwards with this one though. I'm pretty sure I watched season one before I read the first book. So you know, I'll just continue. I'm that pretty trend. sure I did the same. But I read the second book before I watched the second season. But if I remember correctly, the book went, like, completely... Like, the show was completely different than the book. I mean, it had, like, the same, like, themes. um, But... I think I did the same thing. I think I watched season one, then read both books, then watched season two. But, yeah, I remember that the second book and season were very different. So I'd be interested to see, you know, where the book went with the storyline. Yeah. And, like, there was, like, no publicity... 
publicity. That was a difficult word. Publicity. For that book. You know what I mean? Like, it came out in April. Like, why wouldn't you be promoting the book when you're like, hey, you want to, like, sneak peek into season three? Like, people would eat that shit up. I know she's a producer. I can't remember if she's a writer or not on the show. So I don't know, like... Because I was telling Kevin, I was like, is this one of those, like, Game of Thrones type things? Where mm-hmm. she was like, you know, because obviously they must have had mo- most of the show written by the time this book came out, too. So I'm like, yeah. was she like, this is how it's supposed to go? Like, follow that and take your own liberties, you know? Like, yeah. kind of like they did with Game of Thrones where, like, the books aren't done. But he's like, this is how it ends. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. But well, also speaking well, of shows, um, another recommendation um, I have two more episodes, two and a half more episodes of Only Murders in the Building, and it's pretty good. Ashton recommended it to us. Okay. I was like, this sounds yeah. familiar. Yes. And someone else recommended this to me, and I cannot remember who it was. Um, yeah. So it has, but. like, Martin Short, Steve Martin, and, like, Selena Gomez is, like, the hmm. trio, and, like, a murder happens in their building and they're like obsessed with true crime podcasts. They're like, why don't we start our own true crime podcast about this guy murdered in the building? So right up my alley. What, uh, <laughs> what, what streaming service is this on? Hulu. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was being released like week by week, but they're all out now. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kevin and I have been watching that and it's actually pretty good. So sounds good. I'll it definitely has me like hooked and I'm like, cause you're trying to figure it out while they're trying to figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. like you're kind of going with them. So that's very good. excited. <laughs> I've also been watching season two of the babysitters club on Netflix that came out sometime recently. I don't know how recently, but like, you know, when you open Netflix and it's like new, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, season two is out. And so I got very excited and you know, I'm pretty sure that was my perk of the week when season one came out last year. I think it was. <laughs> I think I remember that. <laughs> yeah, but it is very good. Um, so if you guys want to tell us what TV shows you're watching, um, if you want to tell me I'm stupid because I don't like Dexter, if you want to comment on any of these new shows or books or you guys know the drill, just talk to us about whatever. That's what we're here for. Um, you can do so on Instagram at Caffeinated Crimes Pod, on Twitter at Caff Crimes Pod, that's C-A-F-F Crimes Pod, on Facebook at Caffeinated Crimes Podcast. You can email us at Caffeinated Crimes Pod at gmail.com. If you want to join our Discord and talk to us all day, every day about all these random things. Um, and get, get a bonus. bonus this week. Yes. Two days. New bonus. Another bonus. <laughs> yep. New bonus comes out this week. Um, quarterly gifts where you might get soup, as we mentioned last time. You know, all that fun <laughs> stuff. Patreon.com slash Caffeinated Crimes. Um, we are on YouTube at Caffeinated Crimes Podcast and TikTok at Caffeinated Crimes. I think just that. But um, guess what, guys? Six reviews away. Only Ooh. six from 50 um, once we hit 50, we will select someone. If you either sent us like a screenshot of your review or put your name, like some like nickname thing mm-hmm. that we can identify, um, we will pick one of those people and they will win a pin, a sticker and a $10 gift card to the coffee shop of your choice. Um, so that can be any coffee shop you want, local Starbucks, Duncan, whatever, like whatever you want, you got it. I think that's a song. Anyway. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, so be sure and have a happy Thanksgiving and we'll be in your ears. You can binge us if you're trying to survive a long weekend with your family. (laughs) Um, We're here for you. And if you join our Patreon, you can like talk to us on Discord. Like I'll talk to you and help you survive Thanksgiving with your family if you need that. Um, (laughs) We are here for you. (laughs) We're here for you. Um, Eat a lot of good food. Um, But in the meantime, go have a cup of coffee. And don't commit a crime.